If you don't know, tight end is my favorite position on offense. And yeah, I can't wait to talk about them here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another bonus episode of Lockdown Gators. We've got two days here. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free reviews in the podcast. Happy Tuesday evening. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And today we're talking about tight ends here. Because, well, like I said, my favorite position on offense. I uh, it, it's sorry, it's fullback, tight end, running back. Why wouldn't fullback be my favorite? It's a combination of tight end, running back, right? Love it. Um, but we're talking about Florida Gators tight ends here because yes, we we've talked about you know twelve personnel is a big thing. Using the tight end is a big thing. Didn't talk too much about those players specifically, like here. Dante Sanders is the guy that we're talking about first with, with these returning contributors. Dante Sanders, I'm expecting him to be better this year than he was last year, especially with his continued body transformation. Because in 2021, Dante Sanders was a defensive lineman. In 2022, he made the move from defensive lineman to tight end. He dropped 20 pounds, roughly. 2022 to 2023, still tight end, dropped another 20 pounds. So his continued body transformation, first off, it's just impressive as hell. Let's call a spade a spade. It's impressive as hell. I think Dante Sanders this year is going to be a better blocker, shedding fat, gaining muscle. Also, another year of being able to work and develop at the position, developing his, his technique there. Also... Russ Calloway is the Florida Gators tight end coach now. He has been since this spring. Last year, it was William Peegler, who is currently, well, let's, let's talk about this. Two years ago, William Peegler was the running back coach for Michigan State. Last year, he was the tight end coach for the Florida Gators. This year, he's the assistant defensive line coach for the Arizona Cardinals. That's where we're at. I don't know why he's in the NFL because William Peegler's William Peegler's biggest selling point has always been recruiting. He got Kenneth Walker to Michigan State. He, he's helped with multiple spots, not just tight end for Florida. He's a big part of the 2023 class. Now you have Russ Calloway, who's an X's and O's guy. You have someone who's actually developing tight ends. So Dante Sanders, with a year under him, should be developed, especially with, again, continued body transformation. I'm personally not sold on Dante Sanders being a big contributor in the passing game. We'll see. I know that Billy Napier likes to keep him in the pass protect, especially with a, a new offensive line, a whole new offensive line almost. You've got, yeah, maybe keep a tight end in the pass protect, and that would be Dante Sanders. Graham Mertz does like targeting the tight end, though. So maybe Sanders, yeah, maybe he's kept in the pass protect even more, but he's still more productive than he was last year. But again, I need to see it. I think he'll be a better blocker. I think he'll be a better athlete marginally. 
So I need to see him be successful there. Jonathan Odom is back from his torn ACL. And he, he like he shed the non-contact jersey. He's full go. I think he's the most well-rounded tight end in this room. We'll talk about always boarding him. Yes. But I think Jonathan Odom is the most well-rounded option in this room. I think when he was given the opportunity last year, he showed like, hey, I should be playing more. He's a he's a very good blocker for a tight end. And yeah, no, he's not Arliss Boardingham as a receiver where it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shake and bake and I'm gonna, I'm gonna snatch ankles. Yeah, sure. No. But I think when you look for tight end production, he can do that as a pass catcher. Like, like he can be what you need from a tight end as a pass catcher. So I think Graham Mertz and Jonathan Odom probably gonna be a connection we hear quite a bit this year. And I, I think Odom again something about him where I think he just is good at finding the soft spot in zones and then kind of sitting in it. And I also think that he's just good at creating moderate separation, especially when he's got a linebacker on him over the middle and working across field. I feel like he found success working crossers last year. Expect to see that from him again this year, especially as Keon zipper is out for the year. Keon zipper was the leading pass catcher for tight ends. He was thought of as, you know, he's our dynamic guy. Dante Sanders is the blocker. Keon Zipper is the pass catcher. No Keon Zipper this year. Jonathan Odom, probably going to find that production. And of course, of course, we will talk about Arliss Boardingham, Hayden Hansen, uh, Andrew Savayanai, Tony Livingston, Scott Isaacs. Looking forward to all those guys. But when you look at returning production, Dante Sanders, the guy probably. Again, I don't think he's the best tight end on the roster, but he's going to be starter, assuming he's healthy. Jonathan Odom, back, and I think that, again, best tight end on the roster. I know I'm in the minority. and I'm in, I'm in the minority on a few things as far as, like, the best player at a certain position. I know running back, I say Montrell. A lot of people say Trevor. Tight end, I'll say Jonathan Odom. A lot of people say Arliss. I think Arliss is the biggest mismatch to his army knife. I think Jonathan Odom is the best tight end on the roster. But before we talk about the the new players stepping into bigger contributing roles, today's episode of Locked on Gators is brought to you by BetterHelp. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash college and get on your way to being your best self. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationship, anything, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate through life. So you can move forward with confidence, excitement, jubilance, if you want. It's entirely online here, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege. Today's episode of Lockdown Gators is also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Football season is here next week for the NFL, this Saturday for college, or two weeks for the NFL, but this Saturday for college. And with FanDuel Sportsbook, they're for some reason doing this promo of, in the NFL, you bet a Super Bowl winner, and you can win bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. So again, like my strategy, bet whoever like you don't even have to think they're going to win the super bowl just bet the team that you think is going to have the most regular season wins 
maybe that's the Packers. You're, you're bought in on Jordan Love. Uh, Vikings were a fluke last year. Bears are going to be bad. Lions are going to be bad. They're just America's sweetheart, whatever it is. Bet on whoever you want to bet on that you think will win more regular season games. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to start earning those bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. And of course, obviously, we're available two times a day this whole week. Next week leading up to the Utah game. It's going to be fun. Now we're talking about the new contributors to this tight end room for the Florida Gators. All this boarding games in here, and I don't just mean new contributors as in like true freshmen, because, well, no. But I mean players who didn't play or didn't play much last year. And will this year, Aldous Boardingham, he's the big name, right? He's the big name in the entire tight end room. Didn't play much last year, dealt with injuries, couldn't get right. This year, insane expectations. Wide receiver, tight end hybrid. And I've said it before, he's a wide receiver, tight end hybrid, not in the form of Kyle Pitts. He's more in the form of Travis Kelsey, where he's a big slot receiver, can come in and block when he needs to, but his primary job is, hey, work in the slot, be too big for corners, be too fast for linebackers, and also be either or for safeties. Because big safeties, basically linebackers, not going to be able to cover them. Small safeties, basically corners, not going to be able to cover them. That's his job. Be the mismatch nightmare. He's going to be damn good at that. Like We know that. But he, he's the wide receiver tight end hybrid. Don't call him Kyle Pitch. This is Florida. He's more Travis Kelsey. Okay? Uh, and if you if you need to use a, a Florida tight end for it, I've said like Trey Burton. Like like he, he's more that where he's not a giant. He's not just rocked up. Like, like he's 6'3", 245. He's a big dude still. But he's not this like insane unicorn like Kyle Pitts was. Look at Hayden Hansen, Quadzilla, like, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what he can be this year. Like, I, I think he can be a pummeler in the ground game. I think that's his biggest selling point, like, it, which is weird because Hayden Hansen in high school was a quarterback and then moved to tight end well, like late in his high school career, but moved to tight end. And I feel like a lot of times those guys are better pass catchers than blockers. Hayden moved from QB to tight end and it was a better blocker. And it's like, all right, well, you got to develop as a receiver, as a route runner, all that stuff. I think Hayden this year can be a pummeler in the ground game. Like I want to see Arliss and Hayden out there. Just that that's the do I want to see. And I think Hayden can be a, a high point red zone specialist. Like, like if you're in the red zone, he should be on the field. Cause he's six, 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 six long arm. I almost just said the long ASS arms, <laughs> long arms can jump, get it up there. Simple as that. So I, I think that you've got that in Arliss. You've got that in Hayden. I'm not sure how much of an impact we see from Andrew Savainai, who in high school was a tight end edge rusher last year. He was an edge rusher, moved to tight end this offseason. So I'm not sure what you get from Andrew Savainai early on. I'm not sure what you get from Tony Livingston early on, who I know many people are high on for Tony because, I mean, Tony gray-shirted last year, joined the team in January. I'm not sure how much they play early on this year. Just because you have Dante Sanders, you have Jonathan Odom, you have Arliss Wardingham, you have Hayden Hansen, 
Andrew Savai and I, by the way, like how Lewis knows this, I dream, and as is how, of Andrew Savai and I playing fullback. He's like 99th percentile height, 98th percentile weight. Just let him in there and just be a freaking hammer the whole time. Let him, that's what I want to see. Tony Livingston used to be an offensive lineman in high school, dropped a ton of weight to play basketball, is a solid athlete, and is now full-time tight end. So I think that he's going to be raw, but I will say he used to play offensive line. He should be able to block early on. It's about developing as a route runner and learning those nuances for Tony Livingston. Scott Isaacs won't do much, in my opinion, this year. I, I just don't see him really working into that rotation unless you legitimately go six or seven deep. But he's got a receiver background. If you're in a pinch, knock on wood, if something happens to Arliss and you're like, hey, we still need someone who can be that receiver type, Scott Isaacs III could, could maybe do that, or you can at least give him give him a, a go at it. But I think Florida, you're looking at a tight end room that that has a big name in Arliss Boardingham among skaters fans. I think the best player is Jonathan Odom. You've got dudes that can fill roles. It's just a matter of can you actually get them all together in sync? We'll see, but um, I'm very much looking forward to this tight end room. I think it's a strong tight end room for the Gators. But thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first or second listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free right for this the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more Florida Gators, probably more Florida Gators versus Utah Utes. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And I will see you all tomorrow.